Welcome to Marketing School, the only podcast that provides daily top-level marketing tips and strategies from entrepreneurs that practice what they preach and live what they teach. Let's start leveling up your marketing knowledge with your instructors, Neil Patel and Eric Sue. Hey, Marketing School listeners, I have an interesting stat for you. Did you know that Walmart improved their conversion rate by 2%? for every second that they improve their load time. In other words, website speed helps with conversions. In addition to that, Google uses it to determine where your site ranks in their index. So the faster your website loads, the higher you'll rank. For that reason, I wanna talk to you today about a company called DreamHost. DreamHost powers the web with fast websites and superior customer service brought to you by a team of web experts who are super committed to your success online. We've worked with them to create a special offer just for Marketing School listeners. All you have to do is go to dreamhost.com slash marketing school to learn more and get your website online today. Welcome to another episode of Marketing School. I'm Eric Sue. And I'm Neil Patel. And today we are going to talk about the best ways to build wealth as a digital marketer. So Neil, how should we break this down? Should we talk about, you know, beginning stages, middle stages, and then um, kind of when, when you're a little more advanced, maybe that's a good way to go about it. Why don't we just talk about the beginning stages and focus on people who are just starting off? Because that is probably the majority of the audience. Oh, we can make this three episodes. Boom. All right. All right. You go first. So if you're starting off, the best way to make money as a digital marketer straight up is just to do a ton of freelance work. And you're probably like, Neil, Eric, I don't have leads. I don't have a website. You know what? here's the easiest way to get business. You go to Fiverr, you go to Upwork, and you can even do things like hit up all the recently funded companies on Crunchbase and see which ones are opening to paying contractors. And what I would do is I would just tear down their site, email them and their investors, because if you don't email their investors, you're less likely to get the deal, and then see what happens. Yeah, like the, the busiest people in the world are you know, they don't want you to send like a, a laundry list of questions or like maybe an essay, like a paragraphs and paragraphs of stuff. They want you to kind of, you know, reach out to them, keep it very succinct and then reach out to them with something that shows that you understand what they're looking for. And maybe sometimes the work is done for them. So, you know, one guy that uh, he applied through us through uh, AngelList, kind of to Neil's point, or actually, no, he, Neil didn't talk about AngelList, but he talked about Crunchbase. But AngelList is a good place to look too sometimes. And this guy applied through our job posting at AngelList. And, you know, he wrote an 8,000 word blog post on what he would do for us. And I was like, man, this guy spent so much time, so much effort. He clearly knows what he's looking for. That guy did really well for us as a copywriter. His name is Ragov, and he now works for Gary Vee. And he crushes it for Gary Vee. And so this guy is... You could just tell when someone's different. The, the fact that they did some research on you, the fact that they looked at your website, the fact that they did the work for you, that goes a long way. The other thing I'll say is, you know, back in the day, we're talking maybe just like nine years ago or so, I used to have a profile on Elance, which is now Upwork. And through Elance, I got a couple of contracting things. And what ended up happening was I got a gig. I got paid hourly. I think I got paid like, you know, I don't know, $30 an hour or something like that. But eventually, you know, the guy was so happy with the work that he ended up offering me about 200 I think 250K or so to move from Los Angeles to Philadelphia and also 5% profit share. And I decided I wanted to have nothing to do with moving to Philadelphia. Uh, nothing against Philadelphia. I just don't like the cold. You know, that I, I didn't take that, but those are the types of offers that you could get if you do really well. So to Neil's point, putting yourself out there, 
being proactive, reaching out to people. I think the best way to start to build wealth as a digital marketer is not to take all the shortcuts, the black hat ways, you know, the gray hat ways. Sure, you can study those and learn how to do those the white hat way, but it's to build, you want to build long-term wealth. You help people that have, you know, a long-term outlook, that have long-term businesses. You help them initially. I think the path, the best path is consulting initially, right? And then once you start to build uh, that up, then you can start to think about the more advanced things. Neil? The other way is, and Eric, I know mentioned black hat, this isn't necessarily black hat if you do it right. Go look for all the other popular products out there, ClickBank, Commission Junction, all those sites. And what you can do is start becoming affiliate. Like if you already know digital marketing, build your own sites, pop them up, generate that affiliate income, do Facebook ads, Google ads. You can t- start off with really tiny budgets. That's what I would also do to make quick income as well. Just don't go black hat as Eric mentioned, think long term. You know, I can say I've done black hat stuff. I'm pretty sure Eric has it in the past as well. And we both learned when we were younger the hard way that if we just did white hat stuff, our whole career would be much further along. You agree with that, Eric? Yeah, I, I agree with that 100%. I, I think, you know, the, the, the one quote I remember from um, a mutual friend of ours is easy come, easy go. If you have a business that's growing really quickly, like I remember when I used to try Black Hat on like, um, you know, some affiliate t- sites that I made, I would all of a sudden shoot up and get like 30 to 40,000 visits a month. And then in the next week, I'd lose all that traffic, right? Because Google's, you know, I'm speaking to Google's algorithms, but you know, they're, they're generally smart about that stuff. So the same concept carries over to whether you're doing SEO, whether you're doing paid, whatever you're doing exactly you want to think for the long term, right? So I want to go a little deeper on Neil's um, affiliate thing. So if you are going to do affiliate, I I think the thing you want to do before building a product is, especially if you're building a course, is you test it out. You test out someone else's product on on ClickBank. So what you have to learn is, you know, how you could get, where you could get the traffic sources from, distribution. So it could be Google ads, could be Facebook ads, could be YouTube, wherever the audiences are hanging out. You can, um, you know, buy email drops, even though I don't recommend that. But there are creative ways for you to figure out how to get the traffic. And then from there, basically, you're collecting a commission on each sale. What you want to do after that is once you see the affiliate stuff working, especially if you're pushing a, if you're pushing a course, good, then you can consider, hey, how do you make your own course? Maybe you can charge more for it. You're going to make a bigger margin on it, but you can basically just take the work that you were doing already and then parlay it to the next step, which is, you know, that product or course that you have, or if it's actually a physical product, you can actually think about how to get to the next level where um, you're going to develop the product, the branding, the logistics, you know, all that kind of stuff, the, you know, the, uh, holding the inventory, but affiliate is a really good step to, you know, eventually having a full blown business. Yeah. And like I said, if you do all of that, you should be fine. The one thing I would think about doing, especially if you're on your early stages, do all the stuff Eric and I mentioned, but also start building up your speaking career. You can make good money just as a speaker, six figures a year. So start off by speaking for free and that'll help you in the long run. All right. So that is it for today. These are just a couple of things that you can do to start to build wealth as a digital marketer. Remember, look, if you're happy, you're happy with affiliate sites, if you're happy with consulting, then just continue to do that. But if you want more than that, then there's the next level to play at, right? You can start with consulting first, you can do affiliate, then you can do speaking. Like there's different levels. Some of them you can do at the same time, even though I recommend focusing, but just know that there's different levels and then you get to decide where you want to continue to play at. That's totally up to you. And before you go, go check out markingschool.io slash live, L-I-V-E. Also say hi to uh, Neil's baby in the background. Um, hi, and- Emma. <laughs> and so the growth accelerator that's happening in San Francisco, March 8th through the 10th. And it's unlike any event that you've been to, it's going to help you grow your business. Go to marketingschool.io slash live, fill out an application, and we will see you tomorrow. 
We appreciate you joining us for this session of Marketing School. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe to the show and visit marketingschool.io for more resources based on today's topic, as well as access to more episodes that will help you find true marketing success. That's marketingschool.io. Until next time, class dismissed.